Welcome to the Washington Weekly, a ministry of Washington Baptist Church. This podcast is devoted to getting you into God's Word and equipping you to serve. I'm your host, Trent Henson, Associate Pastor. On today's episode, I'll talk about a resource that will help strengthen and protect your marriage. And I'll also interview another member of Washington so you can meet some more of our people and learn more about our ministries. Each week, I highlight resources I hope will help you grow in your relationship with Christ. Today's resource addresses the topic of marriage. God instituted marriage, and our marriages are under attack because Satan understands the importance of marriage. God instituted marriage to signify the union between God and His church. This is evident in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 to 33 where the Apostle Paul describes the roles of husband and wife within marriage. He instructs the wife to submit to the husband as to the Lord, and the husband is instructed to love his wife just as Christ loves the church. Paul ends his instruction on marital roles by saying he's speaking of Christ and his church. See, in the Bible, the church is referred to as the bride of Christ. God patterned marriage after His redeeming, forgiving, saving love relationship with His church. Your marriage should be focused upon putting God's covenant love on display for all to see. When we redefine marriage, break our vows, or seek divorce, we are distorting the picture of God's covenant love and faithfulness toward us. That's why I think this source today is so important. It's a book titled, What God Has Joined Together, by Travis Agnew. Travis Agnew is a local pastor. He's the pastor of Rocky Creek Baptist Church on Woodruff Road in Greenville. The title and premise of his book come from Matthew 19, verse 6, when Jesus said, quote, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. End quote. This book will help strengthen and protect your marriage. It's useful for any married couple, but I think it's most useful for those preparing for marriage. I've had the opportunity to do some premarital counseling with couples, and this book has become my go-to source. One thing that's great about the book is its structure. Agnew lays out 31 potential marriage separators. Each chapter is titled for those potential separators. Like, let no selfishness separate. Let no past separate. Let no addiction separate. Let no parent separate. Let no hardship separate. Let no adultery separate. And so on. And remember, there are 31. That means that a couple could read through this together in a month if they just read one chapter a day. And the chapters are short. Only three pages each. At the end of each chapter, there's a scriptural passage to read, a question on which to reflect, and a step to which you can respond. All the chapters are great as they're loaded with scripture and great principles on which to base your marriage to protect it, to see how God wants you to approach this marriage. My favorite chapter is probably chapter 18, titled, Let No Finances Separate. Now, we all know that money can be something that can divide or cause separation in a marriage. 
But what Agnew says in this chapter is that we need to understand the concepts of stewardship, partnership, and sponsorship. By stewardship, he means that we're just watching over something that isn't ours. We're a caretaker or a steward of what God has given us. By partnership, he means that we should approach finances as a single unit rather than separate entities. And by sponsorship, he means that we should view our finances as a tool to impact others, all for the glory of God. So that's the kind of stuff you'll find in these chapters. I think this will be a great source for a couple to read through together as they're approaching their wedding day. So they will have a biblical foundation to understand what God expects out of them when they enter that covenant of marriage. Again, the book is titled, What God Has Joined Together by Travis Agnew. Today, my guest is Barbara Henderson. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate you asking me. Well, I'm glad you could join us today. Tell us about you and your family. Well, I married Joe Henderson, who was a member of the church here when we married. And we have one son, John Carey. He's married to Nelson Wilson. They have three sons, and they are now working with a uh, mission group in Georgia and Atlanta. And they're training missionaries to go on the field. Yes, well, that's great. We know Carrie and Nelta stopped by a lot to uh, tell us about their ministry, and they played an important role in this church over the years. And the church plays a big role in their ministry, too, because they help support them, in which we are very thankful. Yes. And uh, they've been a blessing. The church has really been a blessing to Kerry. He's been gone for many 12 years overseas and then back home again, but the church was always behind him, always. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's something we can be proud of as a church, that we have someone that has been sent out from here uh, to, to work for the Lord. So that's, that's an honor and a privilege and says a lot about our church. Well, what led you to Washington? Well, actually, I got married. Okay. <laughs> uh, I came, moved up here. I got married. We got married in '57. I married Joe Henderson, and he was a lifetime member of this church. His family, his grandparents, everybody came here, and so naturally, I joined the church here. And I joined in '58, and. Uh, I started immediately serving and working in the church because Llewellyn Barnett took me under her wing and she actually mentored me and helped me get into a lot that I didn't know about, like the WMU and the Sunday school class. She invited me to her class mm -hmm. and that's how I got into the church. Well, that is great. I didn't know that. Uh, it's, it's great. I love it on here with people share, you know, names of people who, who inspired them or uh, kind of helped carry them along when they came in. So that, that is wonderful that you shared that. Well, you mentioned things that uh, she got you involved in. So what are you involved in here at Washington? Well, actually, I was humbled and honored to be asked to be Sunday school director again, even though I retired. And, uh, but I love Sunday school. Sunday school's my heart. And I just love being with the people. And I don't know, Sunday school is just a big, big part of the church. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so important that we get our children involved in Sunday school. 
uh, let them grow up in the church so they will know what's going on. I know we've had people, I taught a couples class for many years, and we had uh, couples in there that didn't have a clue who Noah was, or they had never heard of the things that we take for granted as a child. Mm -hmm. And it just bothered me that we really need to have press Sunday school. And we're excited because we're going to start back Sunday school this coming Sunday. Now we do have a few classes that are being relocated and they are in the mail out, they are in the bulletin. And if you still have questions, please call me and I'll tell you where, you know, you, your class will be. And we want everyone to come back that will feel comfortable coming back. If you're sick, please don't come. But if you, if you feel comfortable, and we are stressing, the reason we're moving classes around is to keep everybody safe and to make sure that we don't have another outbreak in the church. And that's what we're trying to do. I'm also involved in the choir. I love to sing. I am not a soloist, but I like to fill in. And uh, I do love to sing. And I've been in the choir for many, many years. Actually, I'm afraid to say this, but I'm about the oldest one up there, oh, no. besides Earl Waldrop. <laughs> there you go, yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <clears throat> I do like to work in, be in the choir, and I've enjoyed it very much. I'm also involved in WMU, and if you don't know what that is, it's Women's Missionary Union. And we study about missionaries and what they do on the field. We pray for them. We send things to them. Uh, we are very... We have a very small group right now, we, and I would love to invite all ladies uh, to come and join us in the WMU. It's an exciting time to know what missionaries are doing and how we can help them, not only praying and giving, but there are other things that we can do for them also, and we need to be very active because personally, I think a church that is not mission-minded is dead. I think that is the goal of the church is to reach out to other people and to make sure that they're saved. And I think if we miss that mark, we're, we're, we're a dead church. That's right. Yes, that's the Great Commission, right? It, go, go therefore and make disciples um, of all nations. And that's, that is what we're called to do. Um, that go and into I, all the world and preach the gospel. Exactly. And I also... Uh, work with the Benevolent Committee, and I don't know if you know what that is or not. Some people may not, but it's uh, a ministry that the church has that when we have a, a death in the church family, we contact the family, and if they would like a meal, we take a meat tray if they don't have anything at the moment, but then the day of the funeral, we will prepare a meal for the family if they want it, and we will... Uh, we have Sunday school classes who serve, so they will go and serve that meal here at the church if they want to eat at the church, or if they don't, then they will take it to their home. But that's a very, very great ministry of the church, and I'm so glad that Sunday school is involved in it because I think that way people get to know because someday it's going to happen to everybody. That's right. And it's just a great ministry. But then I also work in the food pantry. I've worked there before out handing food out to people. But now, uh, Carolyn Chisholm and I 
fill the bags with the canned goods or whatever they're going to give them for that week. And we do that uh, during the week so they'll be available on Sunday, Saturday. And then before we leave there, after we have finished, we pray over the food and pray that God will increase it like he did the five, for the 5,000, mm -hmm. that they will be able to eat it and enjoy it. And also by coming to a church and having the devotion that many people will be one to Christ through that ministry. That's it. Well, you are involved in many ways here in this church, and I think you can tell your passion for missions and what you do here. As, as all those things involve e equipping people to learn the Bible through Sunday school and those things, and then, like you say, all your outreach activities with uh, the food pantry and um, WMU and the Benevolence uh, and Bereavement Committee. I mean, it's it's times with that people are hurting and they need help and you're Absolutely. involved in those type of ministries to Absolutely. show them the love of God. And I think that's what our church is about. So I, I really do appreciate your involvement here and the things that you do to serve the Lord. Well, I just appreciate and I thank the Lord every day for allowing me to do these small things for Him and for His ministry. And uh, I'm just blessed to be able to do it. That's right. I really am. And, uh, and and you're you have a, a a legacy here in a sense that you mentioned you're one of the older ones doing things, but that's that means you've been doing it and know what you're doing, and you're passing that along to that next generation. Uh, like you mentioned, when you came in, someone helped you. You're that person now helping Absolutely. others coming up, and I really appreciate those ministries you're involved in. And uh, like you say with Sunday school, I know you've you've been the director for I guess nearly twenty years, right? right. I know, and you nineteen. Um, 19? Okay, now, yes. Now 20. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, And we appreciate your leadership. And um, I'm looking forward to this Sunday when we're back in Sunday school. Oh, me too. And that's going to be an exciting time for our church. Mm -hmm. Well, the last question I ask is, what is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church? Well, to me, the first thing that I think is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church is Drew preaches the Word. Mm -hmm. And you do too. Mm -hmm. And when you all get up to speak, you tell us the truth, and you tell us God's truth out of His Word. And I think that is so important because I know many churches today are not getting that. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad that they have their own agenda, but our church preaches God's Word. Amen. And then I think our church is a loving, warm, friendly church. And just like I said before, I saw that when I first came in because they just came right to me and they mentored me and they they included me and they made me feel loved and welcome. Mm -hmm. And I just want to do that same thing for people that come into our church. And I, and people do that. And I'm, I'm really blessed to be a part of this church. That's right. That's been my testimony as well, uh, that people... Uh, loved and accepted Travis when he came in his role and uh, the same for me and my family so thank you for your time today well thank you so much for asking me I, I appreciate it you're a blessing to our church well thank you Barbara mentioned she's the Sunday school director at Washington our Sunday school classes have not met in 2021 because of COVID but starting this Sunday March 7th 
all of our Sunday school classes will be meeting in person again. We have classes for all age groups. Each class should have space to social distance and fellowship safely. If you have any questions about our Sunday school ministry, please contact Barbara Henderson. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Washington Weekly. Washington Baptist Church is located at 3500 North Highway 14 in Greer, South Carolina. Check us out online at WashingtonBaptist.org. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast as you get into God's Word and prepare to serve.